This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Grain market go-around ahead of USDA WASDE. The primary trade expectation for Wednesday's WASDE report is a substantive reduction in their estimate of Argentine production due to what has become a record drought there. USDA currently has the Argentine soybean crop at 41 million metric tons, and that will be lowered as a given. The average trade estimate is 36.7 million metric tons, but the low end of the range of estimates is far worse. The Argentine Grain Exchange has soybean production there at 33.5 million, and that is the number that the market is more likely targeting. The soybean market has bounced back, led by soy meal predicated on a bullish number Wednesday. The tell will be in how the soybean market reacts to a bullish number. It makes it harder to be surprised when the market has been trading a bullish fundamental for some time and expects something bullish. They have bought the rumor. How much of the Argentine loss will be offset by record soybean production in Brazil? The trade looks for USDA to hold their estimate of Brazil's soybean production near 153 million metric ton. The soybean market has been at this job of pricing in the Argentine drought for some time. There's no shortage of soybeans in South America overall. Harvest is advanced, so loadings have ports busy in Brazil. What feeds the bull after a bullish report? USDA has the Argentine corn crop at 47 million metric tons, and the trade is expecting a reduction to 43.4 million. Brazil's second corn crop is progressing well enough. USDA currently has the Brazilian corn crop at 125 million metric tons, and the trade expects little change. China has prepared to buy Brazilian corn, which they previously did not do. As Brazil's crop has just been planted after their soybean harvest, the corn harvest is still some time off. Chinese grain stocks are likely overstated and they need corn. U.S. corn market weakness can attract Chinese demand. We are told that they find new crop U.S. corn attractive. I suppose the question is, will they buy old crop from us before Brazil's harvest? That can have a lot to do with the prospect for a spring rally. How much of this is geopolitical? Good question. Some of it would appear to be. I think that the acrimony between us and China is getting way out of hand and needs to be stepped back. China has forgotten all about the phase one trade deal. It has gone to some trouble to open its corn market to Brazil at the expense of ours. I think that they will buy our corn if and when it gets cheap. Wheat corn exports are our biggest problem for corn demand, yet cow herd liquidation and negative pork margins are too. Corn market basis has been flat. Recent futures losses brought little or no positive response from improved basis. I sold much of my corn at 60 cents over, and now it is 51 cents over at our local ethanol plant, 57 cents for April. Last year, basis set record premiums to Chicago in the western Corn Belt and Plains, which we took advantage of. This has had many expecting something similar this year. I'm skeptical that the basis will repeat last year's performance. Last year, corn stocks in the western Corn Belt were tight, end users were short bought, and they had to create their own market to keep farmers' bin doors open. 
poor new crop prospects fed into the bullish basis market. What has happened since, in my opinion, is that basis has changed to reflect simple logistics and transportation costs for moving corn from where it is in the eastern corn belt to where it is needed in the western corn belt. Demand has been rationed, supply is adequate, but out of position. And talk of large acreage and fading La Nina take away from the 2022 weather concerns undermining basis. New lows in wheat and oats bet a drag on corn. I think that the corn market needs something bullish from USDA to avoid new lows too. Some see the case for potential planning delays building. For months on end, we have focused almost exclusively on long-term drought footprints of the Palmer Drought Index that measures subsoil moisture reserves. Now we are hearing rumblings of potential support for prices from potential planning delays, and there's an excellent tool for assessing that. It's the Climate Prediction Center's Crop Moisture Index, which measures only topsoil moisture conditions. The current map does indeed show how much of the eastern corn belt, mid-south, and delta already wetter to quite a bit wetter than normal. March looks to stay wet for much of the same area. Dr. Elwin Taylor has always said that the moisture conditions in Arkansas during March are what we get for spring planting. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.